Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We give God praise this evening for another wonderful time we have to share God's word together as a family of God. I want to welcome everybody this evening and um, I want to bless the name of the Lord for another privilege and opportunity to bring God's word to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Oh, all right. Praise God. Hallelujah. We thank God this evening um, and welcome to church. I want to appreciate everybody uh, joining in tonight as a family um, at the church of God and the body of Christ. This is a place where everyone should be, where believers gather to worship the Lord. Amen. The Lord strengthen you all in Jesus' name. Um, this evening, I want you to get ready for the word. We have one hour, and I want to trust God for that hour to be a great hour in His presence. I'm full of the Spirit and excited in God to bring to you today the word of life, the word of truth, and the word of hope. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, we're going to be continuing on our study um, today, but before we go into the study for this evening, um, like I always say, please get your Bible, get your notes, and your Bible, or your pen, whatever you have to take notes down so we can learn. One of the things the Lord has told me is that we are being prepared for the work out there. We are being prepared for the life out there. We are being prepared to to manifest and reveal him just like Jesus revealed the Father. In John 1 18, Jesus said, He says, No man hath ever seen the Father except he that came from the bosom of the Father. He it is that revealeth him. Uh, what does it mean to come from the from God's bosom? It means it means to have been with God. Hallelujah. And so in this time we are we are we are we are being we are we are staying with him to learn of him that we might reveal him that we've learned. You see, for you cannot reveal what you've not you've not internalized. And so when we stay with the word and the spirit of God, he he broods on us and breath and breathes on us so we can become his extension truly on the face of the earth. Let's pray this evening. Father, we thank you. Uh, our own very Father, we give you praise. We approach your word tonight, Lord, reverently. I empty myself. Lord, there is nothing comely about man. Lord, take that part of me that is man out, that I may fully be spirit, that my mind may be fully yielded to you. Lord, I pray today that I will come to a point where even in my in my in myself. It will be spirit. That there will be no place for flesh. So that that which you want to do on earth, Lord, will be done expressly. There will be an extension. I will be a manifest. I will be an expression of your total counsel. Lord, that we may know that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Through the hearing of your word. Let this word today not come in word only. But let it come in much assurance and in power and in the Holy Ghost. 
that he hear us and be blessed. The speaker will be blessed. And all the praise and glory will be yours, O oh God. Give us the understanding of the times and the seasons. Now we know what we ought to do. Today, Lord, it will be a sweet fellowship with you and your spirit. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Hallelujah. Um, I'm glad to bring to you today God's word. And I want us to go together in the spirit to share the word of God. But before I share this evening, I want to share a brief testimony and then I will we'll pray for some minutes and then we'll go into the word. Um, on Tuesday, while we were studying the word of God, at about 6.48 p.m. on Tuesday, um, somebody transferred some money to my account um, that I didn't, I didn't know. And um, when I saw that after the meeting, I was excited, but I wasn't too excited because I didn't know the sender. The name was strange. And I showed my wife the transaction and she said, well, it's a strange thing. Since you don't know who sent it, let's prepare to, to go to the bank and go and lodge a complaint and then complain that the strange fellows put some money in our account. We don't know. So I said, okay, let me wait till the morning, the following day, to, to, to see if anybody will send a message that, okay, it's me. I didn't see any, any response or anybody sending a message. In my heart, I thought, I thought it's someone in church. I'll mention the name. I told my wife, I say, I say, okay, don't mention this. I don't trap the person. And the person starts feeling that maybe, no, no, no. Let me just continue. So, um, we waited. Then I suspected someone who I had worked for five years ago. Who was pointing me some money and just chose, but it didn't sound like him. But I just sent a message. If it's you, let me know before I go to the bank and complain. And then he said, actually, he's the one. I said, to praise the Lord. Um, and you know, as soon as the money came in, I said, well, Lord, I'm going to pay my tithe. And then, Lord, who and who do I share some things with? And then the the car that was that was that was bashed by people and that I held my peace on actually is being fixed as we speak right now. Um, God had that in mind um, and made a provision. The money is not so big a money, but it's enough to fix the car and to bless a few folks and to pay fights on God. I want to say to you tonight, God is mindful of you. It is not your responsibility to fend for yourself. It's God's in the kingdom. I never expected that to come. It came, it's enough to do what the things that needed to be done at that point. That's how God manifests. That's how God shows. Um, I want to say someone tonight, you will not see the wind, you will not see the rain, but every valley dog shall be filled. I speak by the Spirit of God today, you will not see the wind, you will not see the rain. But every well, every hole, door that needs to be met shall be met. Your needs are met, your bills are paid supernaturally in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. You see, Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. I'm, I'm sharing this with you so, so you can learn of me as I follow Christ. You know, I was sharing on Sunday with you. Those things didn't bother me a bit. When the car bashed me at the back, God told me it would happen. But it wasn't God that caused it. It was the devil. But in spite of that, I held my peace. And the same day, the whole front scattered. 
But God was working something out. Had they known, they would not have survived the Lord of glory. If they had known. But see, God is working behind the scene. Child of God, I want to let you know today, God is working behind the scene for you. The thing that the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around for your good. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see, he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything. So we say everything. So say everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And the peace of God that passeth understanding. This is the reality of the kingdom. This is the reality of the believer. This should be our expectation day and night. We expect God to come through because he's faithful. Hallelujah tonight. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Lift your hands together and give God praise this evening. You can just give him thanks. Say thank you Lord for provision. Thank you Lord for, for my needs are made, my bills are paid. I know they are done supernaturally. Thank you God. Thank you God. Thank you God. I cast my cares. I quit worrying. I quit being anxious. Over that situation, I stop worrying myself. Over that deal, I quit worrying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. You know, one more testimony as we go on. I I had to buy um, uh, PXCN token credit. And so I bought some units and it didn't load. And I tried it for like two, three days. It didn't. I sent everything. But God told me, son, hold your peace. This shall be done. I told my wife, listen to me, we will not worry about this brother we should give thanks and pray and just rejoice so we give thanks we prayed you see because in my heart i know that you see as long as i'm a child of god god is mindful of me there is everything about me they are in his books nothing is excluded from my from from his from his purview and so i've learned to come to rest in every area so say every area. So say every area. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, Mark 11 23 says, If anyone shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have. God said and give us these scriptures. To make us be at ease and rest in everything. So say everything. So say everything. Hallelujah. So I told my wife, let us rest. We tried it, it didn't work. We did it, it didn't work. We did it, it didn't work. I prayed. We did it, it didn't work. I left it. I said, Well, let's leave it to work. And if it doesn't work, we'll find a way around it. We will not lose our peace one moment. And by the third day, I said, Okay, let's go and get a little more and see if it will work now so i went to recharge something a little smaller and i came to the house i put it in it entered i said whoa praise god it's working i said okay let's even try the one we've been trying all the while that didn't work and we tried one time it entered i said oh praise god now imagine we had worried ourselves we've, we've gone everywhere in fact sometimes you know you can be angry that you you have torn the thing said you 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 tear everything and scatter it and say what kind of thing is this i'm tired i'm fed up no for everything you go through learn to employ and deploy the peace of god so it will be the peace of god 
to the peace of God. So, so when you learn to pray, the peace of God is your guarantee that the things will come to pass. So, and the peace of God, that, that, that perfect understanding, shall keep your heart. I want to assure you tonight, child of God, that everything that you pray with this understanding, everything you pray in the peace of God, they will come to pass. As we speak today, that issue is being resolved. The token is in there. The car is being fixed by the mercies and the providence of God. So I want you to know that God is mindful of you. You are not on your own. You are not left alone. He is with praise God. He is with you. So you see, if you notice, then he brings in us glory of God. Hallelujah. So you see, if you notice, then he brings us to a rest. You see, you see, there's, there's, you see, it's only in rest that we can walk in faith. It's only in rest that we can follow him. It's only in rest that we can hear him. He said, and you shall hear a voice speaking behind you saying to you, this is the way to go walk in it. But it's only in the state of rest, in the state of joy. He says, with joy you shall draw. You see, a man that walks in joy is a man that walks in rest. You cannot draw when you are anxious. You cannot hear when you are disturbed. Learn to calm yourself down in God. For all things indeed are yours. Amen. Praise God tonight. I want us to take a while this evening to, to just pray for some minutes, few minutes as we go to the word. Um, why do we pray? Prayer is, is communication and communion with God. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes we go through some troubles because we, we, we've, we've, we've not learned how to pray. Prayer is not, it's not an exercise. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a battle. Prayer is just communion with God. You see, Jesus said to us in Luke 18, 1, he says, men always ought to pray and not to faint. Always ought to pray. Mark 1 to the 5, Bible says about Jesus that early in the morning he wakes up to go to a place quiet to pray. Ephesians 6, 18, the Bible says, praying always with all prayers and supplications. Praying always for the saints. Praying always. Why do we pray always? Because there's a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Praise God. Let me... Glory to God. Let me show you scripture tonight. First John 3. Let's read together. First John 3. As we just pray. So that you see some things will clear to your spirit. Because, because, because God is, is bringing us to, to, to a new phase in our work with Him, in our relationship with Him. First John 3. Let's read verse 22. Please read for me if you are there. 22, 23 of First John 3. And whatever we ask. Hold on. You know, you didn't say this. And whatsoever we do what? We ask. We ask. We receive of him. We, hold on. we receive of him. Because we keep his word, Command. his commandments. Whatsoever we ask. Have you seen that before? So this evening I want us to ask. But we're going to ask according to his word. John 15, 7. He says, if you abide in me. And my words abide in you. You shall ask whatever. And it shall be granted unto you. 
So this evening, I want us to pray just two prayers as we go into the word. Colossians 1, verse 9, and Ephesians 1. But let's pray first Colossians 1. Colossians 1, everybody, let's open our Bibles there tonight. Praise God. Colossians chapter 1. Hallelujah. Colossians 1, verse 9. For this cause, we also since the day we heard of it do not cease to pray for you and desire that ye may be filled with the knowledge of his will now this is a prayer tonight if you pray that you ask god lord i want to be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding you know that prayer is according to his will and first John 3 says, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Someone say amen. amen. So when you pray this evening, guaranteed, he will grant you. Someone say amen. amen. Uh, he said, Pastor, no, Pastor, no, let's let's battle this prayer. Let, no, no, no. You are not battling. God didn't call you to battle. Does your child battle with you when you're asking him for when he's asking for something to you? No, no child does battle with the father. In fact, when a child is being battled, it shows that that child is not, it's not that, that child is, is not your child. That that parent is not is, is not a good parent. For a child to do battle to get anything, no. A child just makes a quest. And today I want to change our paradigm in, 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 in our approach to God in prayers. So today, can we go before the Lord and say, Lord. Your word says that you you fill me with this with 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 knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I desire tonight that I will be filled with knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That as your word will come tonight, I will understand in all ramifications. That which you want me to understand. Thank you, God, because tonight I am filled. Now pray that prayer. Say, I'm filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I ask this, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, your precious Son, and I believe in my heart that the spirit of wisdom and revelation in your knowledge is being given me now. And everything I hear. I will understand that I may behold and see you just like you are. Thank you, Father. We pray with thanksgiving in the precious name of Jesus. Sons, amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Come with me tonight, if you can, to Act 3. Maybe I start there. Act 3, 11. And then First Corinthians 2, 1 to 2. Let's read those two scriptures and then I will come. Um, I will trust the Lord to help us go this evening. Acts, Acts 23, 11. Please read. Acts 23. Acts 23, 11. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Acts 23, 11. If you find it, please read. And the night following the Lord stood by him. Hold on now. And the night following the Lord. Now the word Lord, there is the word kurios, is referring to Jesus. 
the word kurios in the in the in the in the in the in the Greek is a word supremacy. The word controller. So the 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 supreme Lord stood by the apostle Paul in the night and said to him what? Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Paul. Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness of me also where? At Rome. Praise God. Now, listen to this story very carefully. And um, the Lord Jesus appeared to Paul at night and then encouraged him and said, Paul, and these scriptures are given for our learning and 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 we don't uh, let me say this way you see the same way he appeared to paul is also appearing to us today amen. amen why did he appear to paul he appeared to paul to strengthen him because there was no one in that season and in that time whose heart is needed with god and because Paul was at the center of the will of God, doing the work of God, he was being persecuted even on to almost unto death. But Jesus had to appear to him and call him by name, Paul. That means Jesus knows your name, he knows my name. Will you stand for him in this season? And testify. He said, as you have testified. So why will he call your name? He calls the name of those who wants to testify of him. So I say, Amen. Do not my prayer for you is that he will call your name. He will call your name. He will call you by name because he wants you to testify. Because you are hungry for his testimony. And in these days in which we are in, there is a need for the testimonies of Jesus to be revealed. Let me read another text this evening. 1 Corinthians 2, 1 and 2. The Bible says, the Apostle Paul, speaking and writing by the Holy Spirit said, now, notice this. You know, in our day, people call God's name. We've been taught that we are the ones that is to call the name of God for things. But in these last days, God is calling men by their names. God is calling men by their names because it is those that seek Him for things that are calling His name. But those who are aligning their lives with Him, He is calling their names. It says, Paul, Paul, 1 Corinthians 2 1, and I, brethren, when I came to you, came up with what? The excellency of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you what? 
the testimony of God. That means there's a testimony of God and there's testifying of Jesus. Now they are both the same. That means that means there's something about God that needs to be testified about. And they say there's something about Jesus that we need to declare. Enough of us not feeling what God is feeling in these days. Enough of the church making us to see the things that 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 that, that, that means nothing to God. Would be church this evening if you can. Mark this word, you know, we're sharing with us today the testimony of Jesus. That's the theme of this Bible study. But see, Paul will say the testimonies of God. That is Jesus has to be testified about. Also, God has a testimony. Now they're both the same. And Paul said, These two things became my priority. He says, Woe is me if I testify not, if I preach not, if I reveal not, woe is me. You see. Every believer that refuses to allow his life to come in tandem with the testimony of God, what is it? Any believer whose life in this end times gets men to stray away from God, what is it? Someone free. Let's talk about listening to Psalm 103. I'm trying to see how it can help us today by the Holy Spirit, but just follow me. I will not rush anything. This is church. We are going nowhere. We remain here until we get the work of God done. Psalm 103. Uh, let's read verse, verse 7. Now, it's the the, the, the psalmist intercepted the, the, the plan of God and wrote. It says, The Lord made his ways known to Moses. Amen. And his what? Now, the word at his miracles. He made the miracles. Now, you see, the, the, like I said to us, we don't seek God for things. Those things come as a consequence of our obedience. This miracle that is being peddled, like this is all the risk of God. If, if you come to church, you don't see miracle, then God is not there. No, it's not true. If, even devil also appears like one, an angel of life. In fact, it says in the end time, that, 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 that the Antichrist will rush miracles. In fact, it's through miraculous signs that he will draw men to himself. So miracle means nothing to God. When you learn to align your life with what God is doing part time, they follow you. The Lord made his ways. Now it is those he loves, it's those that follow him that he makes his ways known to. That means the ways of God are more than the miracles of God. You can have God's miracle and still miss God. But you cannot have God and miss the miracle. 
So whatever does, he tells you about the miracle that you can get it outside God. And it's true. The moment you lose that focus on God, it begins to use things to take you away from him. That's why every time you hear people say, come and you will get things. Come and then your life will change. There's danger in there. What God is doing in this time is revealing himself to men. That as many men that can see him and hold on to him, they will reveal him on earth. He made his ways known to Moses. So rather than seeking for his acts, I will seek for his ways. For his acts are hidden under his ways. And he that has the ways of the Lord understand the acts of God. Now you say to the pastor, what is the ways of God? What's the ways of God? What's the ways of God? Psalm 19. Psalm 19. Psalm 19. Let's run there. Psalm the 19th chapter. Because in these days, the devil is in a rampage because this is his hour and he's deceiving many with things. But the moment you understand that your connection to God is not about things, it's about life, then you start pressing him. He says, Beware of covetousness. Luke 12 15. For a man's life, a man's life does not consist on the abundance of what he has. But we, it consists on the way and the life of God. Psalm 19. From verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making what is simple. The statutes of the Lord are right. Which is in the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Whenever you see the word judgment, ways, statue, they all refer to word God's word. So, what did God reveal to Moses by his ways? God revealed his word to Moses. And that was what made the difference between Moses' ministry and Aaron's ministry. Aaron did not understand. If you notice God's word, read very well. God never spoke to Aaron directly. God only spoke to Moses. It says, I will make Aaron your brother, thy prophet. That means your what? Your mouthpiece. God never spoke to Aaron. Listen. The plague, God will reveal it to Moses, and Moses will command Aaron to do it. So Aaron never actually had a personal encounter with God. That was the reason when Moses went to the mountain, it became easier for him to create another God because he had never encountered the God of Israel. Hallelujah! So, 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 so the reason Moses stood before God. And the reason Joshua also followed God because Joshua was always close to the world. He was always following Moses. These are the days when we press in to the word of God and want to press and find out for ourselves what we should do. Now let me run tonight. If I can. But follow me. Aaron never understood the word by himself. 
for God never spoke with him. And that was why he went into error. He that does not stay in the precepts of the word is prone to error in these last days. Now Hebrews 1 verses 1 and 2 and I'm going to run this in a little bit. Hebrews 1 verses 1 and 2 God sundry times in diverse manners spake in time past to the fathers by the prophets in this now hold on that word there is not in these days. That's why you must be careful in the kind of Bible you use. I want us to be careful. Is it? It was last days. Go to see now. I want us to see. Don't read Bible anyhow. Yeah, now you lose last days. You must read that way. In these last days, because that word last days there is critical to our surviving in these times. As in these last days, so the last days, church, we are in the last days. I remember I said last time that the next thing, hallelujah, the next thing in the prophetic calendar of God. For the, for the earth is the coming back of Jesus. So if that's the next thing, don't you think we should start paying attention to that? Now if that's what is important in the heart of God, then why are men not looking this direction and start thinking, Lord, how do I prepare and get myself ready and right for this next event that is in your heart? Do you know that the devil is always always against what God is doing? If he knows what is next in the heart of God, he sets mechanism in motion to begin to distract people from focusing on what is important in the heart of God. So say, Amen. You see, let me say this to you. Do you know that those that design calendars, they don't consult you to, to, to design it. Maybe Gregorian, Arabian, I don't know all those things. They just, every year is an Al Almanac or Jewish calendar or Gregorian, whatever it is. So everybody waits for the calendar to do what? To come out. Then they start planning the year. Nobody plans the year before the calendar comes out. They wait to see the schedule. Now, you, you, you want to find out what day is democracy day. So you don't put your wedding on that day. You want to find out what, what day is independence day. What day is um, 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 any of the questions you know that. So you wait to see the calendar before you plan your own year. Listen to the child of God. We live our lives as though God depends on us. No, he's not depending on the church on everything. He has set his plans in motion already. It is the wise ones in the church that will start asking him, Lord, what is your plan now? That we are alive with what you are doing. Because if we stay on our own, we'll miss the boat.
And God has set the calendar before the world began. Hallelujah. Psalm 109, verse 39. Say, Forever, O God, your word or your plans, what? Is settled where? In heaven. Something like that. I'm saying this thing so that the, 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 the church at where we find ourselves, we are found at the center of the will of God. Now says for the men of Issachar, there were just 200 men out of the whole tribe of Israel. But these 200 men, they understood the times and the seasons. What times and seasons? The Bible says, the whole times and seasons were in his hands. So they entered his hands, they, they pressed into God's heart, and discovered what God's time and season was for Israel, and they knew what they had got to do, because God revealed them what is not that. Have you bothered to ask? But now we know, praise God, what plan of God is right now on the earth? Hosea 6 and verse 2. Can we read this evening? Let me run. I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere today. Hosea 6 2. Praise God. Quickly read for me, church. Let's follow. Now, now, why am I saying this is because in the plan of God, your name is written and included in what God is doing. But will you be able to hear and, and allow your spiritual consciousness to override your flesh and your senses? See, for the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Why is the flesh weak? Because the flesh is not given to respond until the flesh dies. And what kills the flesh? The, the maximum presence of the spirit kills the flesh. The maximum absence of the spirit gives life the flesh. Say it again. The maximum presence of the spiritual kills the flesh. But the absence of the spirit gives life to the flesh. So if you then walk in the spirit, you will not gratify or walk. How do we walk in the spirit? By, 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 by the word and by fellowshipping with the spirit and receiving the strength and the power to do the word when the spirit reveals to us. It's one thing for him to reveal his mind to us. It's another thing for us to have the strength to do. Hosea 6 2. Are you there? Please read for me. After two days, After two days he, revive us. he will revive us. Now hold up. Who are the us? Us. And the third day, he will raise us up. And we shall live in his Hold on up. He will do what? He will raise us up. Because he, by the third day, will have been up. For with a, but, but, well, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be caught where? 
up in the sky. He will raise us up. What time? The third day that we might be with him for how long? Forever. Bible says, for when when he comes back to take us, we shall be with him now for how long? Forever. Day two, he will revive us. On the third day, he what? Now hold on your hands. Luke 13, 32. Go there with me tonight. Now I'm showing you this precept so you can understand the calendar of God and where we are now and what God is expecting of you. Are you there with me? Luke's gospel. 13, 32. Please read. And he said unto them, Yes. Go ye. Go ye. And tell that folks. Tell heaven the folks. Behold. Behold. I cast out devils. I cast out devils. And I do cures today. I cures. Now hold on. I cures. I cure today and then tomorrow. That is my cure is for today and tomorrow. But there's something I'm doing by the third day. The third day, I will come out and raise them up and I'll take them back to myself. So in the prophetic plan of God, the, the, the third day is the day of the taking off. So the church should know and never allow the world to deceive them that they don't see the coming of the Lord. So everything we see in the world today, they are meant to distract us from the prophetic agenda that is prevalent in our day. Hold on now. Hey. So they made tonight. Amen. Now, tell the folks that I will heal and cast out devils when today and um, tomorrow go on and the third day the third day i shall be perfected hold on the third day is the day of our perfection and it says what is not going to be perfected to be a king so it's the third day that we shall be like him so prophetically he says this He says, we don't know what shall be when he appears. But we know that when we shall see him, we shall be like him. So how we see him, that means he's coming back. He's giving a sign that my coming is imminent. And it's not everyone that is on earth, that even in the church, will be fit to come with me. He says, in 1 John 3, verse 3, he says, and, and if we have this hope in ourselves, we purify. He's coming for a people who have who who are purifying themselves in faith. Third day. Second Peter three verse eight. If you find to read the whole of chapter three, it tells you more about his coming. But read verse eight to be quickly. Finally, finally, all of one mind. One mind. Having compassion one of another. Yes. Love as brethren. Yes. Be pitiful, be pitiful and. 2 Peter 3 verse 8. 2 Peter 3. But beloved. Beloved. Be not ignorant of this one thing. Hold on. Now, if God tells you, don't be ignorant, it means you must be aware. What does it mean by one day, two day, 
three days. Apostle Peter was quoting what the psalmist said in Psalm 90, verse 4. What did he say there? Read for me. But beloved, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. Yes. That one day is with the Lord. One day with the Lord. As a thousand years. A thousand years. And a thousand years. Yes. As one day. As one day. Now, Jesus came. We just say two thousand years ago. So he has spent two days. He just said two days ago. In the prophetic eyes of God. We are in the third day. So the third day. Any moment from now, Christ will come. And the church must live in expectation of Him. Any moment from now, God is saying, Church, I want the focus to start shifting from yourself to me. Uh, and he wants you to know this. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Oh, glory to God. That is the church can live in ignorance. And now, if the apostles expect Christ to come in their day, they're much more now is ignorant. Remember the story of the, of the virgins? Ivan 25. Now, I'm saying all this to you to let you know that the consciousness of this reality of God for our day puts a responsibility of awareness on you and I. I can't live my life like I've been living all this while. Something must change. The church perspective to the life must change. This is and the way it's ten virgins. See, they were all virgins. That is all saved. And they were going to meet the bridegroom. But they never knew what time he would come. It says five were wise, five were foolish. Why were why what made the first five wise? They had extra oil. Extra oil. Extra oil. Extra oil. Extra oil. Now the oil is like revelation. The oil is like the insight the Holy Ghost gives about the workings and the dynamics of God. And the other five were foolish because they had no extra knowledge. They were sensual folks. They were giving a loan to the earth. Nothing about God bothered them. But such an hour when they were not, the bridegroom came. And only those that had the oil could see. I've said all that today to say this. If we know that this is the prophetic timing of God, then what we ought to do at 23 level. And the Lord appeared to Paul at night. Why? Because at night, night is is night, 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 night is a period that precedes 
the dawn. And we are in the night time of the world. When the closing face of the world, Christ is appearing to you, friends, this night. And he's saying to you, fear not. He said to Emmanuel, fear not. Why? Because the, 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 the things that are in the world, they are so challenging and almost and so scary that it will make us want to go and hide ourselves and not talk about Christ and his coming. But he says, don't be afraid. For in this season, I will have you speak my word. I will have you testify of me. When the season of testifying of Jesus with our lives, with our, our words, with our, because this is what God will, will, will bring forth to you when all things is done over. Is it I close with this scripture? Acts 17, 30, 31, 2 Corinthians 5, 10, 11. And I will close. But before I say that, because I have proposed in my heart that I will fulfill the will of God. It's something in my heart. I will arise. And fulfill my destiny. I will arise and do the will of God. I will arise in mighty victory. I will arise. I can't do those things when I'm seated down. For the only one now permitted to sit is Christ. Woe is he who is at ease where in Zion we are not meant to sit now. We are meant to shine the light. We are meant to show the love. We are meant to speak peace. We are meant to enforce the counsel of God. We are meant to bring healing. We are meant to bring succor to the dying world. Christ must be manifest in our world through us. It's amazing that we are all seated. We are all enjoying our peace, enjoying ourselves, enjoying our job, enjoying our company, enjoying everything about us. But, 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 this is the time for us to arise in mighty victory. For the only one permitted to sit now is Christ. But alas, the whole church is seated. Today I'm calling you to rise. Because the calendar of God will not be shifted for this generation. And the elder will soon up the better for God and for us. Acts 17, read from verse 30 and 31. Quickly. When the times of this ignorance, the time of ignorance, God means heart. Hold on now. You see, the time that you are ignorant, God wait. But right now, there's no ignorance. Now you know. What does God say now? But now commanded all men. Hold on. God is 
God is commanding now. Because the window is still open. God is commanding my God. There's a trumpet for battle. There's a trumpet to arise. Are you hearing it? Please read, ma'am. But now, now let all men oh, yes. everywhere to repent. Hold on. What is the commandment of God? He's commanding men where these are not the times when we should be afraid of the faces of men, of the looks of men. God is commanding them everywhere now to repent. What do we do? We just parrot him and say to them, Repent therefore and baptize every one of you in the name of the Lord. And turn around and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. These are the days where we launch into the deep and cast our necks by faith. God is commanding the church to go forth and declare to the world and requiring men everywhere not to beg. For the peace of ignorance, I wait. But these are no more days of ignorance. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5, 10 and 11. So we must all appear. 2 Corinthians 5, 10 and 11. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Hold on. So we're going to say, I will appear before God's judgment seat of Christ. What will I do then? Read it. That everyone may receive the things done in his body. Yes. According to that he has done. Yes. Whether the good or bad. Next line. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. Hold on. God is merciful. But there's a terror about God also. Don't be comfortable when people fall into the terror of God. And the only way to get out of the terror of God is by them getting saved. So if God is commanding all men, He said to us, Yes, I'm commanding them, but I cannot go and tell them. I'm leaving that telling to us. The head of the church, he said, this is now my direction. Have you ever seen where the head entered the house alone? And what is house like? That's the cops. When the head moves in a direction, the body follows. God is commanding folks, church. Is it now? I'm saying to us because God is preparing us for a launch. We are launching to the world, not being afraid. Listen. It is he that sends on errand you are afraid of, not he who is right to. The only one permitted to sit now is Christ. Ours is to stand and declare. Let me close tonight. The calendar of God has been set. It's only the wise that plans their life around God's calendar.
Psalm 23 verse 11 says, The counsel of the Lord, that is what will stand, and not the counsel of men. It says God commands men everywhere to repent. But God is not the one that will make the announcement. He has given the order to his body. And wherever he moves, will follow. These are the days of the gospel. These are the days where we live, we speak, we move. Let no man, Paul said to what he despised your youth, but be thou an example of the believer in your word, in your action, in your love work, in your purity. That God may be glorified in your life. Seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness, and all shall be added. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you tonight. Beyond what man can say, Lord, teach us beyond this time. On the light move in the old covenant, you carry them by the pillar of fire by night and throughout by day. When the pillar moves, they moved. When the cloud moves, they move. But help your church today to move in tandem with you. Let the flesh die. Let our spirits arise. Put your words in our mouth that your commandment may go forth. In Jesus' name. Let this word find place in our hearts and cause that to be changed in our minds. We yield ourselves to you, Lord, tonight. That we conform to the image and become your expression on this earth. We walk in the spirit. We walk in the word. And therefore, we don't gratify the desires of the flesh. Lord, help us move past the flesh. Down my press into your spirit. Like Paul said, I forget those things that are behind. And I press on the things that are that, that are in the front that are behind the purpose of which you Lord has apprehended me as a church we go in one direction the direction of the spirit the direction of life the direction of light thank you God for as we yield to you all our lives Thank you, God, for everything that we need in this life. You supply abundantly and supernaturally. Help us find our place in you. That through us, you, God, might find expression in the earth. 
Through us, your love will be seen. Through us, your faith will be seen. Through us, your unchangeability will be manifested. Through us, your resoluteness to sin will manifest. Not through us, your Shekinah, your glory, your word in this shall be revealed. Cause that we will decrease and you will increase. Cause the angels to attend to us and minister to every one of our needs. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For bring thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to say this as I close tonight. You are a critical factor in the plans of God. You are a critical part in that which God is doing in this time. But the more you stay aligned with the Word and the Spirit, the more your role is revealed to you. The more your portion gets clearer to you. The more you stay in fellowship with Him, the more that which He has assigned to you gets clearer. The more you draw nigh to the Lord, the more things of the Father sinks in your spirit. For the creation waits for the earnest manifestation of you. Romans 8 19. So as you walk, you are not your own. As you walk, you are not alone. For there is a cause in the mind of God. And God is recruiting people in this time. Blessed are the feet of those that proclaim good tidings in Zion. Oh, the good tidings is not theirs, it's the Lord's. Or oh, blessed are the feet of them that proclaim anything. In these times, we'll proclaim in all verity, in love, and by the Holy Ghost. For these are the times of the Lord. These are the seasons of God. It's all about Him. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, our head and our God. It's all about you, Jesus. The church about you, Lord. It's all about you. It's not about us. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. Canvas. It's all about you. It's about your love, your compassion, and your judgment. Keep us, Lord, in your love. And empower us and embolden us in the spirit. That might do the work of you. Who have sent us by this day. For night coming when no man can walk. 
But in the church that I have called us into, we walk in the light because we are all children of light. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He will call your name tonight. He will call you by name. Men call on his name for things. He calls on our names for eternal relevance. Men call on him for things. He calls on us that joy may fill his own heart. When he calls on you, is to meet his needs. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, folks, tonight for listening. We'll meet again.